Well, it's one of India's most shocking environmental disasters that we've seen in a long time. Several teams of firefighters have battled massive smoke that engulfed a solid waste management plant in Kochi in Kerala. The fire raged for nearly a week with thick black smoke blanketing the area. It's not just an environmental crisis, it is a huge health crisis, with doctors in the region saying that carcinogenic toxic fumes may have spread widely. That's what the concern is. It's no longer a question of, oh, it's been put out now, everything is is okay. It's certainly not okay, and a lot needs to be done to look into this disaster. Joining us now, Dr. Sudhir Krishna, former Secretary of Ministry of Urban Development, uh, Dr. Dhanuraj, Chairperson of the Center for Public Policy Research based in Kochi, Dr. Rajiv Jaydevan, who's been the past president of the Indian Medical Association uh, in Cochin, uh, Binod Hariharan, Joint Secretary of the Residents Association, which is adjacent uh, to the Info Park in this particular area. C.R. Nilakandan is an environmental activist and will be joined by Dr. Neetu Jain, a senior pulmonologist. Thanks very much for being with us. Dr. Jaydevan, let me come to you first. Is it your belief that these fumes uh, are carcinogenic? Uh, if you search the medical literature, yes, fumes are carcinogenic. Fumes generated by the public burning of plastic waste. Yes, uh, it's documented that they are carcinogenic. As to how severe the risk is, opinion is divided. It can, um, it can range from extremely rare to rare. Uh, now, what we are seeing here on the ground is basically uh, mostly outpatient uh, issues that can be sorted out in the clinic itself. There is a little bit of headache, um, burning of the eyes, cough. Uh, some people get shortness of breath. Some people get nausea. And then people with pre-existing lung conditions, in other words, people with asthma and other lung conditions like COPD, uh, a few of them have come and get ad- got admitted to the hospital. Overall, uh, the immediate health concerns are not do not seem to be much so far. But as you said, the long-term consequences, um, it is, it's difficult to predict. You know, uh, Dr. Jaydevan, the reason I ask is because um, when plastic is burned, I'm quoting the IMA district president, Dr. Srinivas Kamath, uh, who says that when plastic is burned, it releases toxic gas like dioxins, furans, and uh, polychronated biphenyls. I looked up polychronated biphenyls, and these are extremely carcinogenic. That's true. Uh, it's, if you, as I said, in the medical literature, they are carcinogenic. But the extent of uh, the disease or the probability of the disease depends on the duration of exposure and also the dose of exposure. For someone who has had prolonged inhalation of these products over a long period of time, it's at greater risk than someone who is located perhaps far away and is uh, inhaling these products a little less. It is true. It is true that these are carcinogenic. C.R. Nilakandan, what exactly is it that we are looking at? Yes, it's an environmental mess. But is this not an out-and-out case of people potentially being poisoned? Yeah, it is, it is a disaster which is running for the last 13 years, 13, 16 years almost. The day of one, the plan... I, I quote-unquote plan, there is no plan, it's only dumping yard. It started there, people were against it. Centralized treatment plant in Kerala will not work. Almost all plants, in, including Trivandrum, uh, Trichur, uh, Calicat, everything was closed, mainly because Kerala is a special, it's climate, it's a demography, it's a water bodies, and uh, it's a topography, everything. So centralized treatment plants were all failure. This is again one failure. Second thing, the incapacity 
inefficiency, corruption, and everything of this corporation is the, at the utmost, and they cannot handle anything. They, do, they are not having any accountability. They don't know what waste is coming there, what sort of waste is stored there. None of the projects from day one, they have presented many projects. Everything failed, including the last one, biomining. The waste to energy plan, it was there. It was, it was dropped. Uh, now it's biomining. It's almost getting dropped. It's all failed. Not only that, I am, I am living just across the, uh, just across a river from the plant. Not even in Cochin Corporation. Between Cochin Corporation and the, the plant, I'm living in that uh, area. So we are get, we were getting this uh, smell from the biodegradable waste and non-biodegradable waste for many years. It's not the first time it is coming, but it attacked the Cochin city. Then people were worried and they were they were making the waste and they were dumping the waste. And now they are getting... Just half a second. I'll come back to this. Dr. Neetu Jain, senior pulmonologist and critical care at PSRI Hospital joins us. Dr. Jain, have you had patients who've been coming in with breathing problems? See, we don't have any patient coming in because of uh, the fire in Kerala. But before that, uh, landfill fire has uh, caused increase in the uh, inflow of the patient because of respiratory ailments. Specifically, patients who had pre-existing lung disease, they have come to us more often whenever there has been landfill fire around. Because of increase in PM 2.5, not only that, people who live near landfill, they also experience acute carbon monoxide poisoning. Like in Kerala, 20 people have suffered and have reported to hospital. That can be because of acute carbon monoxide poisoning, which is emitted in high amount because of uh, landfill fires. So in future, we can expect more health hazards because of landfill fire, because of benzene compounds, benzopyrin compound, dioxin, furanes. All these will cause long-term health hazard, liver toxicity, increase in number of cancers, specifically leukemias, as well as skin rashes and infertility and, and developmental pro uh, problems in children. Previously also studies have reported that children has experienced developmental defect because of landfill gas emissions. That's just shocking. And to think now in 2023, in one of the most advanced states of our country, we have a situation like this. Binod Hariharan, I believe you live in that area, is that right? Binod? Yes, I do. Yeah. Uh, so just for the benefit of our viewers across the country, how close do you live to this landfill? Around two to three kilometers away from this landfill. Can you describe to us what you, what you smelt, what you saw in terms of the haze over the last one week? <clears throat> yeah, so it was uh, initially observed while I was driving, you know, a distant, like a distant fire in, uh, uh, in that area. And then um, I realized that it is due to this uh, waste being, uh, I mean, burning in that area. Um, uh, so over the last few days, uh, it, there's been a thick smoke engulfing the entire area. Uh, visibility is low. And of course, uh, uh, breathing, uh, you know, it, it's a bit difficult. Um, and you can smell it even um, at least 10 kilometers away where I work. You know, if you go out, you can uh, smell this, uh, uh, the, the, the fumes. So it's it's pretty bad, yeah. You can smell the fumes ten kilometers away from this dumpyard. Yes, and I I understand that you know it um, it's the same situation even further away, around fifteen kilometers from the uh, from the site. Uh, you can still uh, sense it. Mr. Yeah. Hariharan, you were told to by the administration to put on masks. Did people actually get around to doing that? Um, no, I haven't seen many people do that. Um, 
But yes, uh, there has been an advice. Did you think about actually leaving your home with your family for a period of time when this was happening? Um, so, um, so fortunately, unfortunately, um, during these past few weeks, I've been away from my home and I came back only a couple of days back and uh, I could see this. Um, so the people in that vicinity who are still staying there, uh, they've been suffering a lot. Many people have left their homes. Uh, they've been uh, trying to, to stay away uh, in their relatives' places and all that. So, yeah, maybe not uh, particularly applicable in my case, but uh, a lot of people have done that, yes. Dr. Sudhir Krishna, is this not part of something larger, that there is a collective failure of dealing with solid wastes in our countries? We are talking about Kochi over here. We've seen an absolutely disastrous situation in parts of Delhi, that somehow, given the waste that we produce, solid waste management is a joke in this country. Isn't that the bottom line? Solid waste management has become a challenge, particularly as the income levels are growing. People's consumption activity is also growing. And we are buying more things and therefore uh, waste is also being generated in more and more quantity. And so it is becoming a challenge in its own way. But unfortunately, we have got, and fortunately we have got rules, we have got you know frameworks available. Unfortunately, we are not able to put those things in practice in many cases. We have got excellent examples. I mean, the very much quoted example is of Indoor, because the waste has got two components. One is the legacy waste, waste what you, we are seeing on the, your okay, screen. Doctor Krishna, just hold on for one second. I've got the mayor of the Kochi Municipal Corporation, Mr. Anil Kumar, with us. Sir, who's responsible for this fire, sir? The responsibility of uh, uh, the responsibility fixing can be done because uh, it should be done. I'm of the opinion that it should be done. But now the problem is that the whole fire department and the whole rescue team and the agency is gone, and this time and the corporation is trying to see that the situations are brought to normal life in which uh, specifically at the dump site because uh, since uh, plastic, uh, food waste, everything has been where all the legacy waste has been lying idle for years. At least four times there has been fire in this uh, in the same place in the last eight years. So uh, the primary responsibility and the primary focus of what we are doing now is to see that uh, the fire situation at the place and the smoke that is, uh, though the fire is under control, but since you know about the methane gas and the uh, plastic burning that is ha that that is that happens in the uh, in the piles of garbage that has been mounting on the whole place for years. So uh, uh, now the focus is on this work. Uh, if you ask me who is to be uh, uh, held responsible, anyway the government has ordered inquiry. The Commissioner of Police has been uh, designated to inquire into the whole uh, 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 circumstance and what has uh, uh, gone wrong in the whole thing and how the fire happened and all this has it was being uh, inquired by the police commissioner. But Mr. Anil Kumar, uh, tell me this, sir. Since this fire broke out, as the mayor yeah. of the Kochi Municipal Corporation, have you carried out any scientific samples of what exactly these gases are? Uh, see, the, uh, uh, the whatever, uh, whatever, uh, uh, yeah, instruments through which we have been measuring the levels of pollution and pushing in place. That is one is in Vaitla. Vaitla is a place where all the smokes comes from um, Brahmapuram early in the morning. So Vaitla we have a, 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 a station 
which uh, uh, which uh, calculates the uh, pollution level daily. No, sir, I know you so can calculate the, the pollution levels. Yeah, it's just a simple device uh, you can buy from Amazon. Uh, I'm asking about what the gases are. What are the gases which were released? Were they carcinogenic, sir? See what, what the gases are and uh, what is the chemical composition of these gases and what is going to be the long-lasting effects of these gases. Uh, the district collector has ordered, he has directed the pollution control board to inquire into and to find out and uh, to collect samples from each place where the smoke fumes and comes in the city. So I am confident that the pollution control, control board is going to come out with exercise. Sir, and seven days after they started, you still are not in a position to tell me what the composition of the gases was? Is this not a basic I, responsibility of, of, uh, of the government and of the municipal corporation which you head as mayor? The municipal corporation has its own responsibility. I, am, I don't shut from my responsibility on the health issues that are being caused, but I am telling you very responsibly that whatever has been done by the municipal corporation, I, I told you what we are focusing on. And anyway, the, the, the But uh, sir, respectfully, Mr. Anil Kumar, I know what you're focusing on now. The fire has been put, yeah. put out and yeah. there'll be a process of apportioning blame. That's all very well. I'm just trying to ask you a very basic question. If there is yeah. a fire which has been raging for seven days, yeah. what is the chemical composition of the gas? That is, that is, that is what I'm telling you that the district collector, the the... Sir, can you confirm to me that no one in the government has done an analysis of the composition of this gas? See, that is what I am telling you that the government department has been asked to evaluate the composition of the gas and I am sure that that is going to come out. So now I don't have the details, that is what I am telling you. Sir, if there, are if there are carcinogenic fumes in the air, if there are carcinogenic fumes in the air, shouldn't there have been a system to encourage the evacuation of people? Uh, we had a discussion with all the health department officials with the three ministers, uh, including the health minister and the LSED minister and the minister who is in charge of the district, the district minister, uh, with all the MLAs. We had a meeting and the mayor, we had a meeting, wherein this question was specifically asked uh, to the health authorities that whether an evacuation is to be done. But the reply was that there is no such kind of alarming situation wherein an evacuation can be done. And even the levels of uh, uh, patients who have come to the hospitals and complaints of suffocation on the on on last Sunday, that is on Thursday it was set ablaze and uh, on these days, on those days, the fire and the smoke was much heavier. So uh, reports were collected because even in the private hospitals wherein uh, people were uh, came with uh, complaints of this suffocation, and uh, when uh, the hospital authorities were asked about the uh, uh, medical uh, uh, status quo of these patients, uh, the reply was that uh, there was no such alarming situation, nobody was admitted, and even today we don't have such alarming sure. situations. So, so Mr. Anil Kumar, one final question to you before I go across to my other panelists. What were the PM 2.5 yeah. levels at the height of this fire? Uh, now the reports, uh, uh, to me the reports uh, that was placed before the uh, ministers in that meeting and even yesterday, uh, day before yesterday when we, when we had a meeting, uh, the provision levels uh, is more or less 
uh, not higher in uh, in white land and in those places where generally itself the pollution levels are higher even if there is no fire because it is one of the busiest junctions in Kerala. So it has come down to more or less a normal level. When it was high, what was the PM 2.5 level, sir? What was the PM 10, le 10 level approximately? Did it cross 500? I, I, uh, it was, I think it was about 300. Uh, it was about 300. I, I remember that. Like it I was cannot, about 300 uh, plus on I the cannot, PM 2.5 yeah, scale. I cannot, I, on, I cannot. Sure, yeah, sure. I understand. I, cannot, I understand. No, please, uh, please, you should uh, forgive me because I may not... Okay, all right. Uh, okay, no, no, I, I won't, I won't hold you to that number. Yeah, Some yeah, would yeah. suggest that perhaps that number should have been, uh, you know, something that uh, people would have remembered. But thank you very much for uh, speaking to us. I, I Mr. Sure Dhanraj, uh, chairperson... I will take the merit of this discussion forward. Right. Mr. Dhanraj, chairperson of the Center for Public Policy Research, a uh, couple of key points which emerge from that. Number one, a decision was taken not to evacuate people. Number two, the mayor has no idea about the toxicity of the fumes which were released. Number three, he is not aware about whether any chemical composition of these fumes was done immediately. Number four, he is waiting for a report. Now, that's typical. We always wait for reports in this country. So what does that indicate to you? Uh, Mr. Dhanuraj. So, Vishnu, uh, Vishnu, see, this is a classic uh, case of uh, government's failure. You know what? So, Kerala is known for uh, decentralization, effective governance, and uh, efficient uh, uh, administrative structure. In this case, what if you examine last 25 years, what happened in terms of uh, you know, setting up a plant in Brahmapuram, in, in starting from buying a land in the outskirts of Kochi city, uh, to dump the waste there, you know, probably 30 kilometers from uh, Kochi city. What all things happen if you examine it critically from a policy side? I see that's a classic uh, failure of a government system for the reason. I, I tell you the reasons. One, most of the decisions are taken by the government of Kerala. You know, Mayor, I'm not surprised by listening to him. I'm not surprised he's not able to answer many of the questions because it's a very centralized decision-making system at the state level, first. Second, uh, many of the decisions taken by the Kochi Municipal Corporation from time to time were overturned by... Uh, Mr. Dhanuraj, it's a complete uh, abdication of responsibility. If the if no, a mayor totally or anybody so else... No, I know, no, totally I, I'm, just, I'm just making my observation. No, I'm just making my observation. It's, it's unbelievable. That no, you don't have what the toxicity is, there's no, no, no study on this. And expertise. Unfortunately, the Kochi Municipal Corporation, since I've been dealing with them for the last so many years, see, who is responsible for this? There are three, four players in this thing. One is City Municipal Corporation. Second is Pollution Control Board, which is a regulatory body, Kerala State Pollution Control Board. Third is District Collector, because she comes in the picture, the collector comes in the picture. And the High Court has made some very strong observation Management Authority, Disaster yes. Management Authority. Fourth one is the contractor or the company who is leased out to, I mean, who is asked to take care of this, uh, you know, decisions or you know, implement, execute the decision taken by them, uh, by the government. But in this possible process, what we are ignoring is that what is the capacity of the local government? What is the decision-making role they have enjoyed in the last many years? It's not about this particular incident today. This issue has been discussed for the last many, many years in Kochi. Sir, and, uh, let's, let's just face it. I understand, Mr. Dhanuraj, and I don't mean to be, uh, you know, interrupting like this. But the horse has bolted now. What, what one agency versus the other agency versus the third agency and the discussion for 10 years is hardly the point. I think, Dr. You know, Dr. Jaydevan, is it not a fact that nobody really knows if you die of pollution, 
because you don't die of pollution itself you die of a heart attack or you die of ailments which affect other organs in your body but nobody will ever be able to necessarily pin down that deaths or serious illness which have been caused have been because of this and because hmm. of this medical fact right you can't you can't always apportion a death to air pollution the people will ultimately get away who are responsible for this and people will forget about this yeah that's a good point it is it is difficult to estimate the true impact of uh, individual uh, say gases or other toxic chemicals uh, in terms of long term outcomes specifically as you said of uh, how many people get cancer for example there are studies from india that show that by this uh, public uh, burning of plastic waste Uh, can lead to approximately three cases of cancer out of one crore people. Now, uh, I don't, I don't know how they came up with these numbers, but these are published studies. Uh, it is not an enormous number, but it's, uh, it is difficult to say if, uh, say if that's a, uh, an overestimate or underestimate. I would say it's an underestimate because, as I said, how do you prove this? Because ten years from the la- from from now or twenty years from now, if somebody gets a disease. how do you prove that it is because of this particular exposure so that is one limitation that <clears throat> that we have right now which is why i said in the beginning in long term outlook is unclear the faster we get rid of this the sooner the smoke and the fumes settle down the less the exposure will be the cancer risk directly is proportional to how much um, uh, smoke goes in in other words toxic gases go in and how long what's the duration of it so those are the points and i think we're looking forward I think assertive measures have to be taken. Have to be taken so it doesn't repeat ever again. Doctor Krishna, would you be aware of uh, the process where the government or a district magistrate, or obviously with in in conjunction with the state government, says it's time to evacuate people? Um, how is that decision taken? On what basis is it taken? I mean, it can cause massive chaos, and our cities are overpopulated to begin with. But at what stage is that sort of decision taken? Well, evacuation is not uh, recommended normally because where do you evacuate people exactly. to? Exactly. If there is a other kind of emergency like earthquake or some, then it's okay. I mean, here it is a problem which continues to earthquake is a one-time phenomenon. Demol, I mean, it destroys destroys your house and you have to be relocated. But here, continuous fumes are coming and that has to be tackled. and it is not only this city so many cities are having this problem so we cannot be evacuating people from here to there all over the place so i think it is a very doable manageable situation provided managed properly very fine rules have been made the solid waste management rules 2016 6 years ago each city has to prepare a waste management plan under the plan two actions are required one is to handle the legacy waste and second is to manage the currently generated waste now cities are not preparing their say, waste management plan properly and only the reaction comes when a situation like this happens otherwise things are you know uh, floundering here they are just you know, they are not taking a, a clear picture but there are shining examples also we have very good example from indore where 100 acres of land you know kochi also has 100 acres of land in this waste management landfill uh, site similar is the situation of indore they cleared the legacy waste and the area has become a green belt within you know, a park and playground and like that and the regular waste is being recycled properly so things are manageable it is very much possible and doable but it's a matter of how we handle it technology is also available but leadership is required at local levels the clarity is required and solutions are available rules are available everything is in place 
and uh, lastly funds are also not much of a problem now municipalities have got reasonable amount of financial resources but the management is the issue now you know often what is happening is we notice that municipalities are outsourcing it to a contracting agency this is not going to work it has not worked even in indore also they tried with the private contractors they reverted to the municipality managing themselves because this requires a whole lot of regulatory issues the contractor is not able to manage so many regulations so many authorities so he ultimately vanishes you know and things go back to square one so municipalities must take this as a their top priority item in fact there is no municipality in the country which has not been given the task of solid waste management other thing water supply may be there with the municipality may not be there but solid waste management is 100% with the municipalities in all the cases and the municipalities have to be equipped capacity wise then they have to be given you know uh, proper training everything is available also so it is very very unfortunate that uh, the matter is not being taken properly in the with the with the availability of resources in terms of legal resources in terms of financial resources but managerial resources municipalities have to muster so swachh bharat mission is also there a lot of resources are coming from that also yeah. technology is there so i think it must be done and lastly i would say we should not wait for uh, to wake up when only when courts intervene unfortunately only when matter reach the level where courts are giving direction then we are acting it should not be so the officers of the municipal corporation must wake up and every municipality should have an additional commissioner in charge of solid waste no no so you talk perfect sense and i take all of the points you make but it's just so sad that it's reached this stage in a, in a state which is as developed in so many senses as kerala where solid waste waste management in one of our largest cities turned out to be an absolute joke uh, and where people uh, you know have been impacted but nobody knows necessarily how and you may not necessarily know for years but that's a sad reality which we all accept in so many parts of our country is there any value to life uh, one often has to ask when it comes to air pollution it just seems to be a normal nobody seems to know what the impact is over a period of time i'd like to thank you all very much for joining us and dr neetu jain thank you for sharing very specifically how people do suffer because of air pollution we need to get serious about it thanks very much for being with us